0: What's up? What's up, bitches? Thanks for tuning in to your favorite podcast. Back for a super fun episode today. I kind of missed the mark on Valentine's Day. So coming at you the day after Valentine's, I have all of the fun stories that you guys sent in. I asked for some tea. You gave it. And with me today you don't just have one Leah on the podcast. You have two Leas. So what's up, Leah?
1: Hi, Leah. That's so weird to say two Leas, one podcast. Love that for us. Thank you for having me. I love it
0: too. I I love saying my own name. Like it's almost like I get to talk to myself, which I already love to do. Obviously, I have a podcast, but I get like I just love being able to say it back and forth to each other.
1: I do enjoy it as well. It's like watching Juno but better.
0: Or like that Spider-Man meme where they both like are looking at each other and they're like the same thing. That's yeah. us. <laughs> so, background, I met Leah on TikTok. Basically, we're virtual besties. We are both named Leah, both from Ohio, both literally around the same age, like the same shows, and we were liking all the same videos and commenting on them. And essentially Leah like reached out to me and was like, dude, me and you are the same person. And when I looked at her Instagram, I was like, we actually are. So we bonded over Skyline Chili and reality TV.
1: It's a beautiful friendship that we have that blossomed from TikTok. So exactly. I love that for us. So we're going to get right into
0: it today. We have all the stories. Leah is going to help me read them so that I'm not just screaming in the microphone at you guys the whole time. She's going to help me go through some of them. And we're going to comment as we go. None of these are made up. These are all like real stories that we were sent in by our listeners. So let's start with story number one. Alrighty, I am ready for you. Lay it on me. So, my ex-boyfriend's friend texted me the day before I was supposed to drive up and see my POS ex-boyfriend for Valentine's Day and told me that he cheated on me the weekend of his birthday. I texted my ex, telling him I found out and I knew he lied about everything. His excuse, and I quote... I was just really excited it was my birthday, and I guess I get carried away. Like, bitch, what? We argue all day, and he somehow convinces me to still go up and visit him so he can, in quotes, make it up to me. So, like, let's pause for a second because that's kind of confusing to read. I think that what she's saying, listeners, is that her ex-boyfriend's friend texted her, ratted out, her boyfriend at the time that he was cheating on her. And this is like the day before Valentine's day.
1: Okay. That makes a lot more sense.
0: So she's like setting the tone for her trip up there to see him. It sounds like.
1: Setting the tone for her to go up there and just rip this guy apart. I hope that the next paragraph
0: is like, I walked in there and burned all his shit. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) let's see. Love the way you lie. (laughs) Literally, Rihanna vibes. <laughs> she goes on to say, like the true manipulated idiot I was, I went. So I expected to be lavished in gifts and dinners and whatever else he could do to make up for it. I got nothing, nothing. He gave me some fake ass apology and then proceeded to tell his roommate that we weren't even official anyways. That's such a like low That's a low burn. blow, Yeah. That's like such a diss right there to say that you're not even official to try to justify it. And right in front of her, too. Like, I'm just rereading that. She was sitting there doing that. I literally sat on the bed like a fucking idiot, wondering why the fuck am I here? I couldn't even leave because they had gotten a bad snowstorm. So I was stuck there for like three or four days. That sucks. That is terrible. Could you imagine? Honestly, no. Because we live in such a fast paced world where you get to leave so easily. Like there's like Ubers when you're not feeling like staying somewhere anymore. So to literally be stuck there, it would be awful. Um, She says, when I finally got home, I texted his friend who told me everything that I was home and asked him if he wanted to go out that weekend. I ended up having his friend as my side piece for a good while. Am I a horrible person? Yes, probably. But I wasn't like that until provoked. So I still feel no shame. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. So what are your thoughts on the first story?
1: Okay, so that's not as much to unpack as I was thinking it was going to be. Do I think this girl is a horrible person? Not a chance. No. Bad morals? Also not a chance. It probably felt really good to get that revenge. And kind of like have that in your back pocket. But kudos to the ex-boyfriend's friend, though, for like getting her out of a hole that she didn't need to be in.
0: And getting in her hole.
1: (laughs) And getting in her hole.
0: Like he he literally cleared the way for himself. And he was like, so now that you guys are done, yes, I will go ahead and take my turn. Because I've been waiting and wondering why the whole time you're with him. That's how Mm -hmm. that's the vibe I get.
1: But now I just want to know, like, if the ex-boyfriend knows that's how she found out. Like, do we think that he's still friends with the guy? Or is that dynamic just, you think? Oh, interesting
0: take. That So so you're wondering if when she first confronted him, if she said, your friend told me.
1: Yeah, like, if she threw him under the bus or not. I'm kind of wondering that.
0: If you're listening to this and you wrote this let us know because this is anonymous. So I don't know who wrote this and I don't know the answer to this. So like, if you're listening to this and you can give us a follow-up, we would how did you, yeah, yeah, we want to know. That's a great question I didn't even think about when I first like read this and skimmed through it. Okay, moving on to story two. So first one, if we're rating who's in the right, she's totally in the right.
1: Yeah, I'll give her that. And I mean, at the time that she did this, she was probably younger. Like now, like when we're approaching like our thirties, would I do something like that? Maybe not, but, but maybe, or maybe, (laughs) (laughs) maybe you would, like, maybe it would happen. And like, that would be fine if you wrote
0: in and told us about it. So story two, story number two. The most oblivious time in my life is when I was away for basic training. And my boyfriend of like two years was telling me he was faithful the whole time. But then I found out that he had been living with a girl the whole time I was away. And I didn't know until after a year I got back. So fun.
1: Excuse
0: me? So there's more to the story, but like a year
1: after... And does that happen for two consecutive years of them living together? Does this mean that
0: when she came back, he had already moved out of that girl's place, acted like he was faithful, and then she found out? That's kind of what I'm taking from it, honestly. That's, That's like very sociopathic. I have so many questions already. Same. Okay. But then, this is the kicker. I start dating a new guy, and my ex starts dating my current boyfriend's ex-girlfriend as some sort of, like, crazy plan to get back at me. What a weird, ironic time.
1: Have we checked on this girl? (laughs)
0: Is she okay? (laughs) Yeah. are like... (sighs) She's okay. So she's dating a new guy. So obviously he's really cool because he's obviously aware of this and knows. Yeah, no. And she obviously knows that his ex-girlfriend is a psycho and dating his new girlfriend's ex-boyfriend. Like it's, it's weird for both of them.
1: I could never imagine just wanting to have my thumb on somebody so hard to know what they're constantly doing, where I do such a manipulative tactic, like dating their current ex's sibling or something weird like that. It's that's wild to me.
0: It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of crossing a boundary and the way that she, sorry. Yeah, no, I know what you meant though. I got what you mean. No, I just totally was on the same page of it being like overstepping a line. Like it, it, it's weird. And I don't know. Like I said, the, the strangest part for me is that it's weird for both of them. Like, He has his ex with her boyfriend, her ex, and she has the same thing. I'm like mind blown right now.
1: It's giving Hannah Brown vibes to me.
0: Oh my God.
1: (laughs) You know, like minus like, I mean, the sibling factor in it. I think maybe that's why my mind went to sibling because I was literally thinking Hannah Brown and Jed the whole time. But I also just want to know, like, did this girl ever FaceTime this guy and like not see like girly shit in his house?
0: Well, she said she was at basic, so she's not allowed. So I know that during basic, I do know this because I had friends who went to basic that you can only write letters. So for however long she was at basic, all she was getting was a letter. And then, like, I know they have ceremonies where you, you know, get your awarded or you like graduate for doing something and then your loved ones can come see you. But I think that that's the only time that you really see each other. Wow. So. That is, like I captioned this one on my Instagram, support our troops, because do you remember that, like, this is a famous meme, like, if you're in your 20s, if you're in your early 30s, you probably remember this at some point on Twitter. If you don't, that's okay. But remember when that girl had took a picture with her boyfriend And the picture went viral because two hours later in that same outfit, she went to the casting couch and did Pornhub. And she literally saw her boyfriend off for his deployment. And then she went to the casting couch and (laughs) shot a porno. Like, it reminds me of that. Like, he literally, like, dropped her off to basic training. And then he was like, okay, who's next, bitch? (laughs) I'm going to go live (laughs) a dual life now. Literally. Literally. (laughs) Which which woman can take care of me now? (laughs) Oh my gosh, that one's so twisted. Okay, story number three. This one's a little bit longer. So brace yourself, Leah and listeners.
1: I'm ready for it. I'm going to do my
0: best for this. I do feel like some stories need context. And so I kept this one at length because it felt like when I read this, (laughs) Like, this guy really needed all this context in here, so enjoy. All right. I'm
1: ready for it. Happy
0: Valentine's Day. (laughs) Smiley face, he starts it with. My boyfriend of five-plus years left me and married another guy with the ring he got me. Oh, my. I know. Oh, Oh my. my,
1: You poor sweet angel. I just want to hug you.
0: I know, even hearing that is so traumatic. So he's a very good writer, I'll give him that. It all started six years ago when we met after he moved to Florida where I was for a DUI trial, red flag number one, true. He asked me to be in a foursome, our first time hooking up because he was too scared to ask just me and he got too drunk. So the couple left before I got there. It was just me and him, which was magical. <laughs> I love how he <laughs> clarifies that it was, in fact, magical. That's I like setting that. a climax for the relationship to go. Just, poof,
1: yep. The higher down. you climb, the the harder, the harder you crash, you right? Totally.
0: Fast forward, and we don't spend one night apart for over a year. A few years go by, and through the toxicity of Instagram and him sexting other guys, saying he wanted to marry them, ironically enough, I would always find this out through looking at his phone and discovering the messages he would send, but we stayed together. The mental manipulation for him to just still be in that relationship makes me feel sad. Because you know, it's so common for people to blame the person that happens to and call them stupid. And no, you're not because you just really want to trust that person.
1: Yeah. And you're so far into it as well. Like Going back, like what, like the first couple years? years. Yeah, years you're have gone so by. Content, you're happy. You just you don't want to believe what's right in front of your face. And it's almost you know like them.
0: totally. And it's almost like being online gives that separation of is this his online persona or is this him? Because if he's not acting on it, is that like? something that can be changed. You know what I mean? Like, should I really be concerned? I understand going down that path, but even if it was just online interaction, that's still concerning and not okay. Mm-hmm. Especially when you set like the parameters that you're trying to be monogamous, not trying, that you are monogamous. <laughs> right got right. the rip. Right. Fast forward a few more years and he met a very bad person who ruins his life and gets him addicted to drugs. We break up as a result of videos I saw of him with other guys. After a few months apart, I bought a new car with the intent, intent sorry, to move out west and get over him. And then he went blind. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my gosh. gosh. It's like this show. It's like Love is Blind. Like it literally, I don't know.
1: What kind of drugs make you go blind? I have so many questions. Is this man Okay. It
0: has, I, I have, it has to be like such repetitive drug use for that to happen. Yeah. That's oh. so unfortunate. So obviously, whoever he met, bad path. So I stayed and took care of him, helping him recover, leading us back to each other, eventually resulting in him coming on the trip with me and making things work. Okay. So he brings his, I guess, like boyfriend with him on his trip instead of him staying back. And this was the trip he was going to go on to get over him, by the way. (laughs) That's how you know it's like going to be bad. Love just works in some crazy, crazy ways, right? (laughs) Right. Certainly. Something never felt right, though. In the back of my mind, I knew I loved this person, but I should not feel used, taken advantage of, and unloved. But that's exactly what I felt most of our time together. So we were never really happy, happy. Fast forward to this past year. I had a trip planned to Germany for my career and he could not go because of finances. Leading up to this trip was a lot of testing of our faith and trust in each other. But on my flight to Germany, I saw a picture of him with the local gay guy and his location was still at his house the following morning. The fact that like that you can like differentiate and just say like the, the local. local gay guy like you like it's like you know what I mean? Like his friends would know exactly who he's talking about. Like that that line like made me laugh. <laughs> um because this is not funny, but like it just very few things you can tell that he has such a dry the
1: tone. context. Yes, with the local yes. gay guy. Yeah, ex- yeah. Exactly.
0: Um I was very open and receiving to him, just asking for honesty. And he convinced me nothing happened between the two of them. Once I got to Berlin, my sister basically told me that he did hook up with that guy and he also got chlamydia, which he then tried to blame on me. The f- The audacity to blame chlamydia on, like, on this guy to his own sister, to his own sister. Like, do you not read the room? Do you not know who you're talking to?
1: And not to mention, this guy has gone to Helen, back literally, just mm-hmm. to make sure that this guy is okay and taken care of, and helped him when he was blind. Like, literally. and you're gonna go and talk shit about him to his own blood? No, no. Mm-mm. I uh, uh-uh. I had one night of fun in Germany,
0: and the very next day, I felt so low. I booked my flight home to try and find out what happened and work things out. A few months go by. And for the second time that month, he didn't come home for a few days with no excuse as to where he was or explanation. So I told him to move out. Hell no. Immediately, hell no.
1: As he should move out, though. I'm proud of him for like finding his footing and being like, get out of my house. Yeah. Good for for this guy.
0: So he moves out. And the next month, I go on a cruise that was booked for the two of us. In the middle of the cruise, I was sent a bottle of champagne to celebrate and a note from family who I, who knew about his apparent planned proposal. So that
1: sucked. Wow. My jaw's on the ground. It, like, when you think the story can't get any crazier, it just keeps getting crazier.
0: Like, when you think it couldn't get any worse for him, it's almost like it's just, when the character in the movie goes, and it couldn't get any worse, and then it starts raining.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: that, That's Aww. it. Yeah. Um, he said, so that sucked. When I got off the cruise, we met up and I thought we had great closure to come back to each other. But really, he just wanted Adderall and other stuff from me. So I'm assuming they met up after the cruise. They talked things out. He thinks that they're on good footing to reestablish a connection or maybe not even have a relationship at that time, but to try again later. And I, that that's what page he's on. Like, I, that's what I'm getting from that. And then what he really wanted was Adderall from him. A week later, I found out. So one week later, I found out that he got married with the ring that he bought for me for the cruise. And when I talked to his parents, they didn't even know. So now his clothes are out of my house and he has a matching palm tree ring tattoo with his husband that he married after knowing him for one month. Literally, mind blown.
1: To the writer of this story, you are so strong. Because I couldn't imagine constantly putting yourself through something like that for the... Trying to better somebody else with your heart being so big. That's just... I agree completely. after knowing somebody for a whole month and then marrying them, this guy is spiraling... And he's throwing all of his feelings for this writer into this new person because he has nowhere else to go and no one else to love.
0: What an interesting perspective. That's so true. And I feel the same way. Like, I feel so sad at the depths that he went to try to love this man. And at every turn, he was a taker. He like just accepted it and accepted love and it went... in the end, he's literally like moving his shit out for his h- new husband. It's, cr- and it's, it's like, oh my gosh, it's just wild. It's a marriage. It's not like he just got a new boyfriend, like whatever. Like he's literally married now.
1: It's and wild. I've seen this play out before. It's not gonna, it's not gonna end very well. Although I don't wish any ill intent on this man, but I do Me hope either. That the writer is okay. Right, and I hope that the other I hope that the other man is okay. Like
0: I really hope yeah. that he finds help because it you you won't find it in another person. Oh. That's for sure. Um would you like to read the next story? Yeah,
1: I would. All right. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Story okay. number 4. So, my ex and I were pretty much blackout drunk and we had <laughs> sex using a condom and I remember wondering Where it went, and he said, it's fine. Let's just keep going. All
0: right. All right. You're drunk and horned (laughs) up, and it's like, okay, fuck it. We're doing this.
1: Here we go. So I was pretty hammered, so we did. And then I remember a week later, I was not feeling well at all. So I drove an hour away to see my primary care doctor, and she told me I had a condom stuck in there for a week or two and went to the hospital so the doctors could get it out. Very oh traumatic. I just, oh gosh. So ever since then, I just don't use a condom. Can't do it. <laughs> Girl, I don't blame you. That is so traumatic. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> ever since then, I just
0: don't use a condom.
1: Just get uh, checked, you know? Just get Valid. <laughs> to yeah. be honest,
0: valid. I, I don't think if I had a vagine that was a death trap, like, just sucking things up and, like, keeping it for weeks. It's literally like the movie Teeth. Like, if uh, my
1: vagina had the ability to do that, I wouldn't either. I would not. I just even, like, putting your legs up in those little therm things that they put you in the gyno and having somebody have to fish this out of you.
0: <laughs> traumatic and embarrassing.
1: Out. Yeah. Oh, girl, I wouldn't use one anymore either. That's literally can scar you for life.
0: And it was a week.
1: That's almost toxic shock. That's almost sepsis. Okay, but is there coming it too? Like, not to be gross, but like, was she okay? <laughs> UTI, yeah, gang, gang. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, my head's going in a million different directions. Girl, I hope you were okay. I'm spiraling you from world. that. That's
0: so, you know what though? I bet you that that's common. I bet you that that's so so much more common than people are willing to admit. Just because it would happen in a situation like that, the sober you is like, I would never. You and drunk you is like has no idea. Drunk you also
1: is like ready to not stop. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, drunk you is like. Drunk you. R- like- oh, it's probably on the bed.
1: Yeah. Or it fell on the floor. Not. It fell down my canal. <laughs> like. Not. Nah, it just. Like, rubber band, slingshot to the back. I
0: can't. Oh, my God. Okay, we have to go to the next story because I'll literally pass out from that. That is so much to think about.
1: All right. So, this one is also kind of lengthy. So, I imagine that this one has a lot of context to it. Okay. And probably very worth it. So, perfect. this woman from The Bachelor had met this guy in New York during COVID. And he really... And he moved to Puerto Rico for tax reasons, which I never really knew what that meant.
0: Bitch, I don't know what that means. I don't
1: either. Like, that's, uh, yeah. (laughs) Sketchy. Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyways, (laughs) he flew to Nashville where I had a photo shoot to meet me and take me on our first date. I let him know prior that until my pageant was done, I was working on my career at the time I did not want to date seriously, but still wanted to see him, so he would fly to where I was shooting to meet me. All right, so this dude's fucking he's loaded. In, yeah, like, and he's not just like, oh, he's hopping flights, he's catching flights to see this girl. Okay.
0: Oh, like my my mind instantly went to like that video where the guy buys like the girl like an extra large pop, like a large popper. She's like a large. Like you got money. Like that's what I'm thinking of (laughs) right now. Oh my god.
1: It's like like, you got fucking money. You've got fucking (laughs) money,
0: dude. You're just you're just gonna meet her. She doesn't even want to date you. Like, no, she doesn't want anything serious. You're just gonna fly to Nashville.
1: She's like, hey, this guy from Puerto Rico, come That's power. That is cool. Okay, sorry. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Okay. All right. So we kept in touch here and there, and he came to my hometown to take me out after about five months of doing dates when our scheduled linked up. He asked me to come to Mexico with him and be his wedding date two days before we were supposed to leave. That same weekend, we were getting ready to fly to the wedding. I get a call from the bachelor saying I have been chosen for the next round of casting and they wanted me to do a video submission. So I was scrambling, trying to pack and do the video they requested. So I figured I would fill out the application on the flight there. So basically, I tell him that I have to work on something. He then asked me what, but I tell him it's top secret I'm not allowed to say, but I am being selected for some sort of reality show, but I cannot get into specifics, specifics for some reason. I can never say that word. So I, Wait, I am cackling at the
0: fact that she literally is just using his jet as a way to do her bachelor submission on this date. And she's multitasking. She's like, Oh, I can't tell you. Don't even worry about it. Like she's just oh, like, don't even fucking worry about it. Like that's she- so
1: funny. Is iconic for that. Like, hey, you're flying me to Mexico, but I'm actually going to go on a dating show. So (laughs) let's keep it cash.
0: (laughs) Totally. Totally.
1: (laughs) All right. So uh, he told me it was fine and I could work on it when we were flying on the jet because we had a lot of time. So the guy I'm flying with and his friend are talking, and I guess they noticed I was filling out some sort of questionnaire to be on a reality show, and they are making fun of girls who go on reality shows, saying they are, and I quote, kind of crazy, especially the ones who go on The Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't say anything at that point. She put LOL in all caps. (laughs) But after the entire time at the wedding in Mexico, he treated me like shit and was clearly not happy I was applying for a show, even though it was only our fourth date. He kept embarrassing me in front of his friends, saying that he ditched me for a date before, how stupid I was to be with him, made fun of our sex life, etc. So I didn't feel safe. Ew. Yeah, this guy's scum. He's just jealous because you're going on a dating show and you're going to get clout and be awesome because you are awesome.
0: Yeah, and he's jealous that he was never selected for a fucking video.
1: Or he's just not hot enough, and she is.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Like user vibes. Yeah, this girl upgraded. Totally. All right, so she didn't feel safe. This man had tried to ship me off to America at the end of the wedding. I'm saying, (laughs) I don't think I ever see myself getting married. If someone asked me right this second, if I would get married, I would say no. Because the right girl is not in front of me right now. Jaw drops.
0: You know damn well that he meant to fucking throw shade at her. Hell yeah, he did. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) Mind you, the entire time he is pursuing me and flying to meet me for these dates... He talks about how he wants to settle down soon, be a father, et cetera. So it was clearly a disc to dig at me further. Yeah, he just lost you. He's trying to make himself feel better. Oh, that's terrible.
0: That's like so classic example of a man that can't handle rejection. He knew that this was very temporary. He was pissed that he put money and time into flying out to see her, even though she told him from the very beginning that this is totally casual. And basically he ignored that and expected it to still turn into something and was so butthurt when yeah. she was like doing something on his jet.
1: I am I think that's for, so like, funny. Literally, but like good for her for like being ready to be like, I don't feel safe. I'm ready to get out of this situation. So kudos to her, even if it wasn't an ideal situation, like at least she knew in her gut it wasn't right for her. What happened next? Okay, so basically, I cried the entire wedding, and these girls saw me crying and let him know that I was upset. So, after I gathered myself enough to go talk to him, he did not check on me. That was in quotes. And let him know that, I know, right? What a turd. And let him know that where he was trying to send me in New York City, my friend would not be there until two days later. So, I essentially didn't have a place to stay in the city he was sending me to. And some divine intervention happened anyways that delayed my flight and got me there in New York City that correct day. Anyways, I ended up making out with his close friend and stayed the night with him, explored Mexico the next day since I had a day longer, and we are still friends to this day. I'm friends with a lot of his friends except this asshole. Good for you, girl.
0: Um, she literally took his friends and had like a cool one-day like exploration of Mexico, like with his friend who clearly didn't think that she was quote unquote crazy for going and auditioning for The Bachelor, by the way.
1: I hope that these people were just able to like calm her down and just let her know that like it's not anything she did wrong. It's not anything that she's doing wrong. It's just this guy's a douche. Totally. And
0: shout out to the girl. Like girls are so good at that. Like drunk girls in a bathroom, they see you crying. Oh. They're going to find out what's wrong. They see you even looking at yourself in the mirror like you don't love yourself that second. It's like, oh, my God, girl, you look so beautiful, like gassing you. So that was like a safe space for her. And I'm glad that those girls like were trying to look out for her. That's scary. That could have gone bad.
1: Well, especially in a completely different country where you don't know anybody like literally other than the douchebag that brought you there. And he has a lot
0: of money. Like he could have put her around some really scary people potentially like that just could have been so dangerous just to just to say like I have friends who have gone on trips with guys and it's never a good idea to be honest to go on a trip with a guy that you don't know that well like bring a friend at least or at least know someone in the city where you're going it's so scary out there ladies it's
1: great advice I completely agree you can never be too sure
0: a hundred percent so We hope that you all enjoyed these stories as much as we did. I think that all of them were equally tea. I think that literally each of them had something different, like a different kind of vibe. So write a message at Positively Uncensored on Instagram and let me know which story stuck out the most. We want to know if you guys want to hear more episodes like this where we read the DMs that you guys send us and like kind of weigh in on them. And we want to know what you think about the two of us doing this episode together. Two Leas, one pod.
1: I love that for us. Two Leas, one pod.
0: Yeah. So send us DMs. Let us know. Love you all and catch you next week.
1: Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me too. Yes.